You're listening to Your Woo Woo Best Friend, a no BS approach to wellness, spirituality, manifestation, and all things mystical. Hello, this is Andy, and welcome back to Your Woo Woo Best Friend. We are approaching the end of the year. We have just a couple more episodes before we are taking a break to enjoy the remainder of the holiday season and prepare for season three of this show. If you've been here since the beginning, thank you for being one of our OG ride or die supporters. If you are new to the show, welcome. We are so happy to have you here. We were all about creating attainable personal transformations on the show. So I want to talk about transformation today. In 2019, I think back to that time, and I was very much in a place where I was achieving the goals that I had set for myself just a few years before. If you know my story, you know I left my corporate job in 2014. I actually took off and in a very budget-friendly way, lived abroad for about half the year. And in that time period, I really focused on what was next for me in life. I left my corporate job without a real plan. I had opened a small brick and mortar shop, was considering what that process was going to be like for me. I was running a fashion incubator. Those things were not necessarily making me a bunch of money by any means, but I was enjoying the learning and the experience of running those two businesses. During that time, I was setting goals that at that time for me seemed to be really pretty huge. I had just gotten my first, no, my second book deal to write my book, Wonderful. If you're not familiar with that book, I'll put it in the show notes. It was the first book deal where I was actually getting paid in advance. And if you ever watched Sex and the City, there was that moment where Carrie got her first book advance and she spent it all on shoes. My advance was spent on creating the book. I was writing a travel book, Wonderful is a travel book, and I needed to travel all across the U.S. in order to make that book happen. So there was no shoes. I spent every penny making that book come to life. So there were some really great things happening in my life. I felt really lit up. I was traveling and getting paid to do it. The book was being published with a major publishing house. That book came out with Abrams. I'd moved in with my boyfriend who I was just really digging. And of course, now that's that's my husband. That's Ben. And I had what I considered to be the best friends that anyone could ask for. Things felt really bright. Then fast forward, 2020 arrived and it forced me, like so many of us, to make some really serious life pivots. And as I made those pivots and I came out on the other side of 2020, I realized that, hello, I had actually been setting my goals way too low. But here's the thing. The beautiful thing about evolution, transformation, and growth is it's really a process of moving from one timeline to the next. We don't jump timelines from like, hey, today here I am, someone with a mortgage and student loan debt, and the next day I'm living in a house on the Hollywood in the Hollywood Hills with like $5 million in the bank. I mean, sure, that happens for some people. And we see a lot of times when that happens for people, 
they don't necessarily cope very well. And the reason they don't necessarily cope very well, or one of the reasons is they haven't had the opportunity to evolve in a way in which they can celebrate successes, celebrate their wins, learn, acclimate, get adjusted on that new timeline, and then make the next move. So when I say that I was setting my goals too low at the time, those goals seemed very right for me. There's a number that I wrote down in my manifestation journal at the beginning of 2020. And I said, this is the amount of money I want to make per month. And I would feel really incredibly comfortable if this happened. Now, this was the amount of money I wanted to make in my business before I had people on my team. It's what I felt I needed to make things work. I wasn't even considering yet that I wanted to evolve and grow my team and I wanted to be able to pay salaries and benefits and offer special things to my team members so that they would feel really taken care of. One of the things I wanted to make sure that I offered when we started hiring was some sort of wellness package, unlimited paid time off. And that number that I wrote in my journal on that particular day would never have allowed for me to scale my business and certainly not scale to where we are just a couple short years later. But that's where I was at that moment. That's what I believed was next for me. It's something I believe to be possible. One of the things I encourage anyone that I work with to do is to set set the dream, set the goal, get that in front of you, get it in your mind's eye, and then take it up a level, take it up a notch. And then what does that dream look like? Really consider that. And then take it up another notch to something that feels almost completely unattainable, except for that when you look out in the world, you see someone else has done this. So you, in fact, can do it too. And what I like to practice is moving from point A to point B to point C and celebrating along the way so that things feel attainable, so that transformation feels attainable. So there I was considering my goals that I now could see were perhaps maybe a little bit too low. It was time for me to consider that next level. I had been focusing only on what I could see right in front of me. I was focusing only on what I believed to be possible in my current realm. So I personally needed to look up to that next level and then the level above. It was time to really level up my lifestyle, what I was offering in my business, what was possible in my business. So I redirected my focus. I reconsidered my dreams and I restructured how I spent my time. I cleansed I let go of the stuff that was not serving me. That included at one point letting go of a client that was paying $2,500 a month for my services, but they were services that I really didn't want to be offering anymore in my business. At that time, I had been offering brand, brand design services, social media services, and I felt like the consulting services that I was shifting into in 2020 and 2021, no longer included social media in that way, like managing social media accounts. So I needed to let go. And when I let go, what happened? That opened up space for new opportunities, of course, but that is a really hard thing to do. So I cleansed, I let go. I nourished myself in new ways. So I took a moment to really consider what practices am I doing today 
presently that support my body, support my physical health, support my mind, my mental health, support my spirit. And when I really thought about it, I was not doing a good job in that realm. The realm of nourishment was not something I was totally crushing. I found that my coping mechanism in 2020 was to work. I felt like if I was working, I could keep things really kind of held together. And I was I was worried financially. My partner lost an entire year of work. So I was really considering that I needed to make sure that I kept it all together. So that meant for me, I was working so much that I wasn't really considering how to take good care. When I assessed and looked at how I'd been spending my time, nourishment, grounding, and really finding an inner glow were incredibly important to me as well. So I adopted practices that would allow me to shift out of hustle and into flow. Today, I am setting wildly ambitious goals for 2023, and I know I am moving closer to them every day with less hustle and more flow, and I'm sure If you were to ask me, let's go fast forward a little bit, in 2024 or 2025, if these goals are big enough for me, they may in 2024 and 2025 look quite small, and I hope that they do. But that's the beauty of transformation and evolution. Today, I am taking care of my mindset, my mental health, my body, and my relationship with the divine. I encourage you to consider those things. How is your mindset? How is your mental health? How are you feeling physically? How is your relationship with spirit? My friendships are expansive. I am super committed to surrounding myself with the most inspiring people. We know, we all know, when we see people doing amazing things, our subconscious sees that and believes it can be true for us too. We just need to remind ourselves of that sometimes. My relationship with my husband is one of respect and kindness. I encourage you to look around you. Are the relationships that you are in relationships of respect and kindness? My business has now grown since that time in 2019 and 2020. It's grown times three in the last two years, and I'm totally lit up by what I'm so fortunate to get to do every single day. And here's how I'm making this all happen. On any given week, I am focusing on these four areas of my life. Number one, my well-being. Number two, my spirituality. Number three, my relationships. And number four, my wealth. To have a lifestyle in which I am truly showing up as the highest version of me, it takes all four of these pillars to find wholeness. So let's dissect each one for just a moment. Well-being. Well-being is really the foundation of self-love. So as you move into 2023, consider what is your paradigm of wellness? What is important to you and how you take care of yourself? That nourishment piece is so incredibly important. All right, spirituality. This is the invisible forces that connect you to the divine. So what are your daily practices for tuning into that? Whether it's God, whether it's source, whether it's the universe, how are you in relationship to that entity? How are you nurturing and taking care of self in that way? Okay, relationships. 
Let's talk about the expansive principles of relationships. When we have relationships that we are nurturing, taking good care of, people that are inspiring us, and at the same time, setting healthy boundaries, that is when we find that we are up-leveled quite naturally just by being around people who are doing really amazing things. And then wealth. This is an area that I didn't necessarily think I was putting as much focus on as I was in 2019 and 2020, but what I knew I was focusing on was career and business abundance and becoming a money magnet. And then what happens when you have that focus in your life? You inevitably start to build wealth. I want more women having conversations about wealth. How are you investing? What are you doing with the money that you are receiving? How are you taking care of your business finances if you own your own business? Are you taking advantage of opportunities like a 401k if you work for a company? Are you treating your bank accounts, your savings accounts, your investment opportunities as something to be fearful of? Are you simply ignoring your money or are you treating those things with reverence and joy and considering the laws of abundance and how to create more wealth in your life? Let 2023 be the year in which you embrace this approach. If you want some help in this, you already know about the Lifestyle Lab. It's an intuitive mastermind experience offering a strategic space to reflect experiment and build expansive relationships focused on these four pillars. We're going to be opening session one super soon, grounding together and getting into the energetic space of visioning. There are just a couple of spaces left. So consider this your formal invitation. I'll tell you more about it at the end of this episode. So as we consider transformation, I also want you to think about what you are cultivating more of in 2023. Make this year one in which you step into your most vibrant and thriving self, bringing more ease into the new year and creating sustainable change at the same time. This is about releasing what's not serving you, committing to purposeful evolution, heart and flow over ego and hustle, nourishing yourself, which I have said that word so many times already in this episode, but it's so important. And you nourish yourself by taking inspired action that also sustains you. Surround yourself with expansive human beings that you can't wait to spend time with. I've got a list of five things I want you to cultivate more of in 2023 to be in that place of thriving for this year ahead. The first one is more heart, more heart and less ego. And here's some questions to ask yourself as you move into more heart and less ego. What are you doing today because you think you should versus because you truly feel called to do that thing? What are you doing because you see others doing it and sometimes being rewarded for it? And so you think you need to be doing that thing too. Why do you want to have the specific things that are on your manifestation list? Go ahead and take a look at your list. Are there any things hanging out on that list that are ego and not heart? If so, cross them out and reflect. And really think about what needs to be on that list from a place of heart. And then this is always something to consider when we're tapping into heart. 
What is something that you can do to show others kindness? Whether that's offering to help someone out with something, like maybe they're cooking meals for a relative that needs some support. Maybe it's something in business where you've got a real skill set and you see a friend struggling with something, like maybe it's building a website or social media or whatever it may be, and you reach out and offer a half an hour of your time to give them some guidance and advice. You will find your heart is more lit up by offering little moments of kindness to others, and that ego will begin to dissolve day by day more and more. All right, so that's number one. Number two, more feeling and less thinking. So ask yourself, what is my current process for making decisions? Am I making decisions with the head? Am I making decisions with my body, my soul, my emotional solar plexus? If you are not yet familiar with your human design authority, go check that. There's a couple of you out there that maybe you should be making decisions from the head, but most of us, it's a very, it's very much a body thing that we need to be considering in regards to making decisions. How are you feeling right now? Just check in and ask yourself this question often. How am I feeling right now? How am I feeling right now? When a new feeling arises, how do you validate that feeling? How do you process it? And if necessary, how do you release it? Remember that small frustrations don't have to take over your day. Sometimes we let that happen, and all of a sudden, our mind is filled all day long, thinking and thinking and thinking about these little frustrations, and we don't let it go, and we lose time in this very precious life, this very precious resource of time, worrying about small things. What's your process to quiet your mind in order to really listen to your body? Maybe it's a long walk, some sort of hike, maybe it's a meditation, maybe it's yoga, maybe it's reading, maybe it's dancing in the kitchen to Taylor Swift. Those are all things I'm doing right now to quiet my mind in order to really listen to my body. Number three, more being, less doing. This is a hard one to tackle, but it's an easy one to identify. Ask yourself, what is currently on my schedule that is truly not serving me? What is on my calendar? Because I'm just being busy. And then ask yourself this, what is something that you are dreaming of that you don't think you have the time for today? And if you got into that space of being versus doing, that time would open up. Number four, more seeing, less scrolling. How much time are you spending on the phone? I'll admit, I do, I do too much scrolling, and I know I do too much scrolling. And there's lots of things on social media that really light me up. There's ideas that I get. There's really inspiring people. But what would it look like if I got off the phone and rather than having conversations and the DMs with people that are inspiring me, I went out and saw a live talk or listened to a reading at a bookstore or went to a poetry event or went to a gallery or went to a networking event 
to see who's out there, to be in conversation. So notice when you're allowing the scrolling to be a crutch versus getting out there and seeing what's possible and what's available to you. All right, that was number four. One more, number five. Number five, more pleasure, less guilt. Ask yourself, what are the things that I'm currently feeling guilty about? We, especially women, we hold a lot of guilt about a lot of things, whether it's guilt around our families or things that are going on at work or with our kids. When was the last time you felt guilty? Probably some point earlier today. How did that sensation show up in your body? What was the root cause of it? How can you release that guilt? And then ask yourself, when was the last time you experienced pleasure, like pure pleasure? When's the last time you did something for yourself in order to receive pleasure? What is that sensation like in your body? And if you're having a hard time identifying what pleasure feels like, get outside, go have some fun right now. Go take a nice long bath right now. Go drink a delicious hot chocolate or a chai tea or a golden milk or a nice glass of red wine. Whatever will do it for you. Go hop in bed with your partner or by yourself. Whatever feels good to you. Get some pleasure going in the body. Ask yourself also, when someone makes a request of me, how am I deciding if it's for me or not? Am I making decisions based on guilt And then when I consider play, how do I make space for that in my life? I'll give you one more, a little bonus. More get to in 2023 versus have to. More get to, less have to. What are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? And what's your process for setting boundaries along the way? Let's do things that we are so excited that we get to do. And let go of that stuff that we feel like we have to do. As we do this level up work, it's also really important to spend time working on healing our shadows. Next week, I'm going to talk a bit more about revealing and healing our shadows. It is so important to do that work as we are moving up a timeline and then up a timeline and then up a timeline so that every year we look back and we go, ah, those goals, that was way too low for me. And instead of judging ourselves about setting low goals, let's celebrate where we have arrived to in this moment, what we have achieved, doing more of this good, good stuff that will light us up in 2023. In the spirit of kindness, if you have found these points, one through six, to be helpful to you, if you have found these pillars of well-being spirituality, relationships, and wealth to be helpful for you to consider, go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or copy the link and send it to someone else who needs to hear this today. Send it to someone else who needs you to be their expander. And if you feel called, it would be amazing and mean the world to me if you share it in social media and tell me which of these pillars are you really focused on well-being, spirituality, relationships, wealth, which of these mores 
are you going to focus on right now as we close out this year of 2022 and go into the year of 2023? If you are interested in joining me in the Lifestyle Lab, I hope that you do. This is going to be an incredible space to activate your life for 2023, to really get aligned with your highest self in a space with other really incredible women. We've got awesome guest speakers joining us throughout the five weeks together. We have Alex Michael May. We have Dr. Nevin Hushin. We have Sarah Caroline of Go Call Your Sister podcast. These women are amazing. They're all doing super incredible things in their lives and their businesses. We have a couple of additional guest speakers I will be announcing super soon. And this is going to be a space for you to design a sustainable and strategic plan for achieving your goals in each of these categories and great opportunity to commit to your self-growth. I also want to mention over in WeWe Studio, we have a couple of holiday offers that are still available. I have soul strategy readings available as recordings that you can gift to a friend or loved one or family member for this holiday season. If you haven't checked out the episode in which I read Taylor Swift and Harry Styles and Kim Kardashian's chart, that'll give you a little perspective of what happens in a soul strategy reading. It's human design and North Node astrology combined into one complete life purpose reading. So go check that out if you haven't listened to that episode. And if you want to go ahead and get that as a gift for someone that you love, there's still a little bit of time left. It takes about 10 days to receive the recording, so make sure you buy that in plenty of time to gift it on whatever day feels good to you. If you're trying to get it by Christmas, time is of the essence. I promised it was coming. After almost a year, I am back with a brand new mastermind experience. It's a five-week program to activate your highest self. Welcome to the Lifestyle Lab. Are you ready to activate a lifestyle that feels aligned with your highest self? This intuitive mastermind experience offers a strategic space to reflect experiment, and build expansive friendships for the year ahead. In this mastermind experience, come prepared to release the subconscious blocks that keep your plans small, to activate an impactful vision for the year ahead, to design a sustainable and strategic plans for achieving your goals, to surround yourself with expansive women committed to self-growth. This is the Lifestyle Lab. If you're wondering, what is a mastermind? Masterminds are community-oriented learning experiences with the intention of providing a framework for a collective of ambitious and creative women. In this experience, you're going to make lifelong connections to aligned women like mission-driven leaders, brand founders, soul-led entrepreneurs, digital nomads, writers, and artists, as well as conscious influencers. Make this year one in which you are committed to stepping into your most vibrant and thriving self. That is what the Lifestyle Lab is all about. You'll move into this new year with ease, creating sustainable change, releasing what no longer serves you, committing to purposeful evolution, nourishing yourself by taking inspired action that's sustainable, and surrounding yourself with the most expansive collective of human beings that I could round up for you. If you're interested in the Lifestyle Lab, visit us at weewestudio.com. That's O-U-I-W-E studio.com slash lab.
As a listener of this show, you know we've got a deal for you. You can get the Lifestyle Lab for $277 off. Go to wewestudio.com slash lab. With that, we are complete. If you have not had an opportunity yet to leave us a review and you believe that we've earned five stars, please drop down onto the phone app that you're listening to the show on right now and go ahead and leave us a review and five stars if that's what you believe we have earned. It makes a huge difference in getting more ears on our show. I'd also love to hear from you when you do leave a review. What topics do you want to hear more of? for season three. We're starting to get our schedule complete for season three. And I'd love to know what topics and are there any particular guests that would be really amazing to hear from? Let me know. And we will do everything we can to get those guests on the show. Sending so much love and appreciation. Tag us at your woo woo BFF. If you want to show us some love and appreciation right back, I'll see you again next Thursday. Happy holidays.